Perak Aleph, Mishnah Gimel, Mishnah Gimel is a rather long Mishnah, so let's do one Mishnah for today. Says the Mishnah, Smichas Zikhenim, Ve'arifas Egla, Bishlosha, has to be done by a basin of three, Divir of Shimon, of Shimon's opinion. Because the Allah is, Hadinhu, by most Karbados of a Yachar, of an individual, Shetu'unim Smicha, needs Smicha, meaning the owner of the Karban comes, and he puts his two hands on the head of the animal while still alive, with all of his strength, and he says, Vidoy on the carbon. That's, what, that's what's called smicha. But carbonos of the tzibor, of the public, don't need smicha, with, the, with two exceptions. This ear, the goat, that is sent forth on Yom Kippur, that needs smicha by the Kohen Gadol, even though it's a communal carbon. And a par, halam, dover, shel tzibor, an ox that is brought when something is hidden from the tzibor. What does this mean? It means that the Sanhedrin made a mistake. And they passed accidentally on something that normally, if you did it on purpose, you'd be chayv karis. If you did it b'shogeg, you'd be chayv achatas. They passed that it's permitted. And then most of the nation went ahead and passed and, and acted on their psak. And then later, the just notified about their mistake. The Torah says, V'ekrivu hakal par ben bakar l'chatas. You have to bring this par ha'alam davar shel tzibor. And it needs smicha by the Sanhedrin. As it says, V'samchu zikne ya'edu esideim arosha par. This smicha is called smichas zikhenim. And if Shimon holds, Shein Ela Bishlosha only is a basin of three from the Sanhedrin. Because Yudashin's at the Zikne is two, we know basin cannot be two, that's an even number. So go ahead and add one more, that makes it three. And they bring down here the Gemara, says Lashon of Mishnah Smicha Zikhenim is also referring to appointing uh, Dayanim, appointing judges. Shikain Mina Dayanik Smicha, when you appoint a judge, it's called Smicha. As the Pasuk says, Vayismach as Yadav Allah. Uh, however, Bedayin ain't you don't have to actually put your hands on him. Rather, like when Moshe gave smicha to Yeshua, he put his hands on his head. Here, you don't have to put your hands on the head. Rather, smicha bedibor, you just say, you know, to the person, behold, Rebbe, you are the Rebbe, and then you give him permission to paskin, aftine knasos. Now he has smicha, and this smicha is only done in Eretz Yisrael, and you can only be get smicha from one who has smicha. And smicha is done by a court of three, where at least one of the members members of the court have smicha. So that's this concept of, of the smichas zikhenim, two different shots. Varifas agla, also varifas agla is v'shlosh with a basin of three, meaning if you find a corpse in the field and you don't know who killed him, the pasuk says v'yetu zikhenecha v'shiftecha u'madu so the elders come out from the cities, and they measure, you know, which city is closest to the corpse. And the city which is closest to the corpse, they bring an agla calf, they decapitate it from the back of its neck. And if Shimon holds it, the, medita, the actual measuring of the calf, to see uh, the actual measuring of the corpse, to see which city is closest to the corpse, to bring the agla arufa, that's done by a basin of three from the Sanhedrin. So why does it say arifas agla? That's the decapitating part. That's lav dafka, because the arifa can be done really by the elders of the city. You don't even need three. But the measuring of the corpse to see which city is closest, to see which city is responsible, that's done, that's done by basin of three. And this is the opinion of Reb Shimon. Have you heard No. Whether it's smicha zakinim, whether it's parhalam davishal tzibor, 
you have to, I'm sorry, whether it's smicha zakenim through the parhalam davishal tzibor, like we just mentioned, or whether it's the medida measuring the uh, corpse to see which city brings the uh, calf, the egla arufa, it's got to be done by five members of the Sanhedrin, because the Pasuk says, Asamchu zikneya Yehuda Darshan says, Asamchu is plural. Zikne is plural. That means at least two, two times. That's four. Basin cannot be equal. Go ahead and add one more. That makes it five. Begalufa as well. It says, Zikenecha, Vishovtecha. It means two and two is four. Basin cannot be equal. Add one more. That makes it five. Yehuda holds both by smichas zakenim and by par ha'alam davashal tzibor. Sorry. Both by smichas zakenim, which is the par ha'alam davashal tzibor. And the Egla Arufa, we measure to see which city is closest to the corpse. It has to be done by a basin of five. Ha'chalitza v'ameunen bishlosha. Chalitza in Mian has to be done by a basin of three. So you have a woman that dies and her, she leaves no children. Sorry, a woman whose husband dies and leaves no children. But there's a brother, a surviving brother of the husband alive. So normally you have to do Yibam. Marry your, his sister-in-law and bring forth a name to your brother. But if he doesn't want to do Yibam, then he does Chalitza. What's Chalitza? He moves, he moves the shoe, he spits, he says Psukim to, uh, to, lead, to, to remove him from the Chiyav of marrying his sister-in-law. So Chalitza has to be, has to be done by a, a basin of three. As it says, La'ini has a kingdom, the kingdom is at least two. Basin cannot be equal. Go ahead and add one more. That makes it three. Now, the truth is, there's a mitzvah to actually add two more, to make it five, basin of five, to be him to make known that the Chalitza is taking place. What's mean? If you have a same katana, an orphaned uh, minor, a girl, so her mother or her brother can actually marry her off. Um, but if she wants to leave the marriage, she can do mean and just refuse her husband and walk away, even without a get. And the, and the mission is coming to teach us that the, the mean uh, has to be done in front of a basin of three. And even though, even though in a Torah, her marriage was never really a marriage. Um, but nevertheless, and, and the mian is only on a rabbinic level, because if her marriage is never a marriage, you don't need mian. No, the mian is just on a rabbinic level. Nevertheless, you need a, a party of three, a bezdin of three, because anything chamer matakin, they're matakin on the same level of the Torah. Mashtak to chamer ke'en shel Torah tiknu. And that's a ravai, umaishashinish eintam of yiduin bishlosha. So that the ravai is produce of the fourth year of a tree that you planted since the fourth year. Uh, and so to Peros Mashashani, so both these, the fruits have to be brought up to Yishlam and eaten in Yishlam, or to be redeemed and bring the money up to Yishlam and spend it over there. So the mission is coming to teach us. <clears throat> the one who comes to redeem the fruit of the Taravai, uh, he has to redeem it through a basin of three. There are experts in evaluating it and to know what your expenses are. Because you have to deduct the expenses uh, off of the Nataravai and set a, a price of how much you're redeeming it for if you're bringing up the money to Yishlam to spend it there instead of eating the actual fruit in Yishlam. And so to one who's redeeming my fruit of my Shashini where you don't know what the value is, like fruit that rotted, for example, so there's no set price, so you have to get it evaluated by a basin of three that know how to set the price. But if you do know what the price is, then you don't have to have a basin of three for my Shashini because by my Shashini you don't deduct uh, the expenses like you would by Nataravai. You just redeem them for their for their regular price. So if you did know the value of the Maestro Shani, then you would not need a basin of three. Ha Hagdesh Osbishlosha, one who comes to redeem Hektish, meaning suddenly he's sanctified to the Betaka bias to the base of Mikdash. He needs a basin of three that are experts to evaluate what its value is before you redeem it. So one who says the value of you know plony is on me. 
So he has to give now money to the base of Mikdash according to that value. So, if he got no money, and he's giving metal to them, then you have to value the metal to them by a basin of three to see what it's worth. Just like you have to evaluate when it comes to expenses from Hektish, you have to evaluate when donating to Hektish as well. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, one of the uh, party of three of this basin, when it comes to evaluating for Hektish, has to be a coin. As the Pasuk says, If one is required, if required to collect the value from the Karka, uh, or the one who sanctifies his karka to the base of Mikdash, he wants to redeem it. So you need Tisha Vikoin, you need 10, meaning you need 10 people, and one of them has to be a Kohen when it comes to valuing the karka. The uh, Adam, let's just see that again. What was that? Yeah, exactly like we said. So it could be nine people, and one has to be a Kohen. The Adam and a person who Sets and sorrow like voice, the may shafish shall adamish fill a hectish. Hainu, the may plony alive. When a person says that the value of so and so is upon me, so we evaluate how much it is worth, how much would be sold in the marketplace. Shavim as plony kamu shavaliyot nimka bashuk. How much would this guy be sold in the marketplace as a servant? That value is what you have to give to hectish. Kayotzi behind is going to be the same alaka that has got to be done like karka. We have to have a party of ten and at least one being a coin. And then Mark explains. That when you're evaluating you evaluate the person like a slave, ka'avid, and an avid is compared to karka, to land. As it says, So we know that an avid is compared to karka, so karka has to be evaluated by 10, where one party is a coin, so to uh, by avid as well, where one said, I'm giving the value of that of that person to the base of Hectish. For, for Hectish, you evaluate that person, what would he be sold as an avid? And then the one that took the the took it upon himself to give that donation gives the value of that individual to the base of Mikdash. And the evaluation of Karka, like we said, is ten people, nine and one Kohen. The Gemara explains that it says the word Kohen ten times in the Parsha of Hektish. It says, Kohen, etc. So one of the word Kohen is coming to teach us the actual principle about this concept. And the second, but what about, what about the other nine? It's a miyad achamiyad, a ve miyad achamiyad al rabbi. So why is it saying um, this exclusion over and over again? Rather, it's coming to teach you that it, even if nine of them are Yisraelim, but one's a kohen, that suffices to uh, stand as the base did when it comes to one uh, um, d- uh, donating for hektish. If he said the value of you know plony is upon me, so he has to donate the value of that person as if he sold in the marketplace as a, ser- as a servant as well as the value of karka when it comes to hektish, um, you would need a party of 10 to evaluate how much you would owe to hektish.